I am going to start working uh, right after this phone call on um, phone call. I didn't. I didn't twig. It's like it, it's not until you stopped it just mocked yourself that I was like, hey, I guess that is a weird thing to say. Don't call it a comeback. Brendan, 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 Mark Stedman. It is good to talk to you again. You too, man. You too. It's uh, it's been a long road getting from there to here. Yes, it has. But luckily, we're here to, to business. Then, yeah. Um, you gave me a podcast to listen to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the Phenomenon Pod. <laughs> That's their Twitter name. <laughs> the Phenomenon Pod. <laughs> the Phenomenon Pod. The Phenomenon. <laughs> and how do you? What do you think? I enjoyed it. Um, I think it is. It's not a perfect series, uh, but. Uh, it is very enjoyable. I think the uh, acting and some of the dialogue is a bit stilted. Sure. Um, but the actual, I think the story and what's been adapted mm-hmm. uh, is is really cool. And, uh, you know, I, I like, I'm, I'm compelled, you know, to, to keep listening and I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath for season two. Yeah, likewise. Uh, well, it's mo- moderately bated. Um, but, you know, definitely looking forward to, to season two and... Um, and seeing what that brings. Yeah, the story is really great. Um, it's an interesting, like, I, I definitely haven't heard of that kind of uh, alien type problem before. And then, you know, they throw in new things at you as you're going through. So it's not just the same big bad the whole time. It adds a lot. Of, there's a lot of mystery to it, like, uh, which I, I feel like adds to the compelling nature of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I have, an, I have a new recommendation for you. Excellent. If you're ready for another one. I'm ready. So have you listened to the science podcast, We Have Concerns? I've heard of it um, because it's adjacent to some of the shows that I listen to. So I know... Jeff, Jeff Gunata. Jeff, yep. Anthony. Oh yeah, oh that was right. Yeah, Jeff Gunata, Anthony Carboni. Yep. I know their names, but I never actually, for some reason, I know of the podcast. Never actually like hit the subscribe button. So yeah, so Jeff Gunata uh, has had a bunch of different internet, um, different shows and stuff like uh, the Totally Rad Show, which was a, a group of three guys that. Uh, they talked about a lot about pop culture and different stuff like that. And then now he has a show on five by five about video games. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. He likes, uh, the three letter names, I guess. Mm. Um, and so now, um, he's on, you know, he, he's started, we have concerns with Anthony Carboni, who is also famous from a bunch of different well, acting and improv things. Um, they're both big nerds. They didn't really know each other before they started the podcast and you get to listen to them build their friendship, uh, as as you're going through the podcast, which is just a really interesting experience, because normally you'd think that somebody was like that, you know, they're the co-host, especially with like they're recording in person together at either one of their homes. And you'd think that something that is so intimate and close like that, it'd be somebody that they know pretty well already. But um, it's kind of fun to explore their their new friendship that way. And so the premise of the podcast is that they they pick out a an uh, a scientific article or an, a news article or um something that uh, a listener submits about something vaguely science related and they talk about the you know the, the kind of go through the process trying to do it in a kind of a comical way and 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 pointing out the flaws and absurdities of it and taking it to an extreme and and then they they use context from the article to go off on improv bits and there's usually like two or three per episode they're like 20 minute episodes and uh i just find it 
hilarious. A lot of, uh, as you're going through the podcast, there's a lot of callbacks to, to previous things and, and there's a lot of themes that go through and, uh, yeah, it's just a super fun listen to. It's 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 a short listen because it's only 20 minutes, but they put out like three episodes a week. So you have plenty of content mm. if you want it. Um, but yeah, so highly recommended. Cool. Well, that's that. I, I shall uh, I shall look forward to uh, to giving it a go and I will I will report back next week as ever. Awesome. Sounds good. Hey, Mark, I am really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited uh, that there's an update to an app that I am not I'm not using and I'm not going to use. But I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So Apple Podcast is going to get an update with iOS 12. The, Apple just announced it at WWDC that you know iOS 12 is coming. This and that. They didn't announce anything about podcasts on stage, I think. But in the well, the, they, the, I think they mentioned because uh, there was the whole thing with um, the show Connected being shown on the watch. So I think they made a mention that podcasts is coming to the watch. Yeah, the watch is. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I don't yeah. I don't use that. I, I use Overcast and I just stream it from my phone. I don't know why I would put stuff on my watch. I can definitely see it because when I used to run and I'm trying to get back into possibly doing that at some point. Nice. Um, being able to run without the phone yeah. would be great. Yeah. And almost all the time, if if I can, if I have my druthers, I would rather listen to a podcast. Oh, yeah. And I think I tried it for a little bit because, you know, for, for a hot minute there, Overcast did right. have podcast syncing on the, on the watch. You just had to wait a week for it to transfer because of Bluetooth. Um, but, you know, with, with, that, with that API in place... That could be really cool if uh, other apps are allowed to use it in the same way that the podcast app is. So that was uh, one of the main key features for iOS 12 is that uh, more podcast support is coming to the Apple Watch. But the, that's not the part that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple Podcasts on the phone is getting chapter marker support for MP3s. Apparently, they already had chapter marker support for AACs, which I didn't i didn't realize and it didn't really matter because what like 95 percent of podcasting is on mp3 i don't i'm pulling that number out of nowhere but no no i think i think you're right that they used to be um uh i think there used to be a strand of podcasts that uh would have two feeds and you'd so you'd have like what they would call i think the bbc did this for a while and they called it the enhanced feed yeah yeah twit did that too i think um and so that was that was the mp4 uh right. or m4a right. apple um proprietary format mm-hmm. and so you'd have to export using uh the you know logic or garage band that would export the chapters and I, I i did i did the very same like i i made shows in in that format as well i am a champion of chapters i i use them all the time i always look at them when i'm getting into a podcast uh i love the idea that you can just skip chapters if you want to although i almost never do, but I often go back to a chapter. Like I, I remember it was mm-hmm. like around here and it was just an easier starting point to, um, to put in. And I just like having the, the breakdown of like what, cause people's people's show notes game is not where it should be. <laughs> it's so frustrating when there's just like nothing there or there's uh, just a big blog post. I'm like, I don't want to read blog posts. I'm listening to a podcast for a reason, but give me the highlights. Give me some links. Give me, you know, some extra context. And this can be a better experience than just a piece of audio. So I'm happy that it's coming to Apple podcasts because Apple podcasts is currently the biggest uh, podcast player. And if people are using and noticing it more, they might podcasters might start putting it in more, and I think that's just going to be better for everybody in the industry. Agreed. So, speaking of uh, Apple Podcasts currently being the biggest podcast player, uh, Google 
is about to launch their own uh, Google Podcast app. Yeah. I'm a little bit confused on the details. It, it sounds like the pe- people seem to be going back and forth, like some people making guesses and other people correcting them about, oh, no, the app's already there on the phones, but it's coming to the Play Store. Uh, yeah, I don't quite understand it um, because they, they've been they've been making overtures for a while. And I'm sure uh, one of our Android listeners can um, can, can correct us uh, or, or sort of fl- flesh out some of the details on this uh, because, yeah, they have had the ability to play podcasts for a while and podcasts have been available in the Google Play Store. Right. Uh the Google Play Music Store and I suspect that probably went through the Google Play Music app whereas right. now they are coming up with a, an app that is its own uh standalone podcast player mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to uh, you know which I guess is is not dissimilar to what um uh, Apple used to do because they had uh, yeah it was just in music was, yeah that's it yep um, so you know it's 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 probably a, a similar move yeah that makes sense uh, but you know again like as as we've said many times Android is the more prevalent smartphone right not among podcast listeners though not yet uh, and and that's the thing that I always fail to to, to actually add as the caveat mm-hmm. is that yes there are more vastly more um, Android devices than there are iPhones mm-hmm. but the listening to podcasts tends to skew more towards Apple. So mm-hmm. if this corrects the balance, then what that means is a shit ton of more podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what the knock-on effect will be to podcast advertising, considering that podcast ads tend to be targeted towards affluent. the much more affluent end of the market. Absolutely. And the more affluent end of the market tend to be iPhone buyers. Mm-hmm. What's that going to do if podcasts do get opened up to a larger audience? I think That's a really good question. Good things for us, but will it have a flattening out effect to, um, you know, the, the people, um, you know, the, the square spaces and the, right. the expensive mattresses right. and, uh, and and all these things that I can't afford. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, an article by um, Radio Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, on podcasting revenue. Are you uh, familiar with Radio Inc.? No, I think this is just one. I, I think, to be honest, this is just one place out of many that shared this this same news, which is um, mm, mm, uh, mm. about US uh, podcast advertising revenue. Yeah. $314 million in revenue in 2017. It's, it's pretty cool. Which is a rise of 86%, so nearly nearly twice the twice the amount of revenue um, over the previous year. Yeah, I saw um, a tweet from Jonathan Goldstein that showed a pie graph of that revenue versus uh, radio advertising. And the radio advertising was in the billions, mm. I believe. And so the, the, podcasts, the, the podcast is just a sliver yeah. of the ad revenue as opposed to the whole big circle of the pie chart and uh that was his his justification or his um takeaway was that why podcasts isn't currently in a bubble is because the revenue is so small that was an interesting take on that i don't know if necessarily it's true i don't also necessarily think that podcasts are in a bubble but i do i do wonder about the uh long-term stability of how many podcasts are being created I I just also put out a tweet the, a couple of days ago, just like expressing my over my overwhelm with how many podcasts there are, and mm. 
like wanting to explore and see new po- and, and listen to new podcasts and, and find new stuff and just been like, there's just so many, there's just so many, there's so much audio out there. Yeah. And I can't, I can't, I want to listen to it all. Mark. I really do. I want, I want to at least sample them all and see which ones are good and, and, you know, keep listening to the ones that I like. And, and it's just so many. And so I just, you know, I go back to my old favorites and <laughs> don't explore yeah. anything. I think, I think what we kind of need is because sometimes when I, when I hit the end of a, um, of a binge or there's a, the end of a TV series, uh, that, that I, I, you know, I've been enjoying and I'm thinking, okay, what's, you know what's good, and and most of the time I, I tend towards US TV because you know we're, we're still in that golden age, and a lot of that good stuff comes um, from the US. Um, sure, I I like the AV Club, yeah, um, and I like their their TV ratings, and I will sometimes just look through and look through the week and go, okay, what what shows here are on that I haven't heard of, mm-hmm. um, and so that you know things like This Is Us and and a couple of other shows I, I think I've, I've found through there might even have found the good place and you look at the ratings and go, you know, B plus, A minus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, there's enough people here. Uh, I, I'm not really necessarily interested in reading the reviews, but getting a sense of the zeitgeist of this is what, you know, is worth watching at the moment. And, um, you know, short of going yet again on the discovery, uh, discoverability thing, I think some kind of, um, trusted system whether it's by our peers or it's by people that we decide to imbue with the authority uh to to judge podcasts um having having that sort of list of you know here's like here's what's zeitgeisty at the moment here's what's worth checking out mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily the mainstream or it isn't stuff that you you know most people already subscribe to i think would be would be really really useful yeah um because there is so much and it's just it's it's figuring out what am i likely to enjoy mm-hmm. that i'm not getting at the moment mm-hmm. or you know what show is doing that thing but better absolutely so the revenue of what was it 314 million you said yeah uh how do you how do you feel about that and as it, as it relates to the whole podcasting um industry how do you feel that uh that you know i mean obviously distribution is a um is a factor in that it's not going to be evenly distributed between all of the different podcasts no and it's also i mean this is this is revenue so this is not this is not profit yeah um, true you know so th- this does not um this is not saying that that podcasters that podcasts have made this money right uh, uh you know like at the end of their tax year this is <laughs> um you know because there is there's a lot of this goes to uh, companies like Midroll, who do their yeah. um, ad, um, you know, their, their their ad stuff. And actually, um, a quick side jag: uh, having listened to the latest Wolf Den, mm, mm-hmm. I was heartened to hear. As much as I'm, you know, not a fan of Stitcher, Likewise. I I was really heartened to hear that Midroll is kind of committed to not doing automated ads. Um, they, they, you know, uh, I can't remember which, which one it is, whether it's Lex or the other fellow. I, I, I do forget which, which one's which, uh, mm. cause I haven't listened to enough episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the, one of the, 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 the chaps made the point that they want their hosts to do the reads. Nice. Um, and I think they're still, I think they still might be dynamically inserted cause I'm pretty sure there are still like, uh, Earwolf shows that I listen to that don't have 
the ad in the break where they're supposed to have an ad, mm-hmm. but they are always exclusively, um, apart from the ones right at the very end, they're always ad. Uh, they're always read by the hosts, and that's what mid-roll want to do. That's what they're committed to doing when they when they sell their spots, and I think that's great um, for for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I kind of just wanted to 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 make that mention really because I I I want to be careful sometimes of of demonising people or writing organisations off for sure um, because you know there's one thing about their business practice that I don't like. It's like well, a practices can change, but also b that's one arm um, that's, you know, but but there's another arm that's actually sticking to guns in, in kind of a, a nice way. Um, so, yeah, I, I, the, the 340, like, it's such a, from someone who is so divorced from the ad revenue, the ad side of podcasting, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to get a, a like, a, a real beat or a real sort of read on this. Yeah. Um, because it's so so much smaller in in the uk um mm-hmm, you know there mm-hmm. are so few podcasts that successfully um do this and and far fewer and uh, you know there are more now that are doing the acast inserted ads model because um that probably does a little bit better for uk podcasts mm-hmm. um because they take less work and you know you can have all of this repetition which means someone hasn't got to actually do a, a read every every week and so like yeah yeah but you know there are a very small handful of of sort of UK focused shows, and, and answer me, this is really the the only one that springs to mind uh, of one that is actually has baked in ads that are that are read by the hosts that are part of the show. So you take that, and 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 it it it, it doesn't it just doesn't map. <laughs> right. So it's it's hard for me to to really get a sense of it. You know how does it. How does it feel for you? You listen to a lot of podcasts, obviously. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of ads. Um, and obviously they work on me. <laughs> um, mm. I mean, I've I've used Blue Apron. I have a Hollow Pillow. Um, I, uh, I obviously have the Way Suitcases. Uh, and I'm forgetting a bunch of others that I've... Uh, I have Squarespace because of, um, <laughs> of that, like from years ago. And uh, uh, Hover. I, I use Hover for all my domains. Um you know, on, on one hand, it seems like a huge number. It's awesome. I've, I love that more, more important to me than the number is the, is the 80% rise from the previous year. Mm-hmm. That is a great sign. Um, I don't, I don't like, like Jonathan Goldstein said, I don't think it's a bubble. Um, even with that big rise, considering how far and wide podcasting can really become and how many more companies can use um can use podcasting that that haven't even you know it looked at it yet it's cool i love hearing from the advertisers like seeing the advertisers on twitter being like yes we love podcasts we love what they do we love h- how our ad reaches people and it's obviously f- a very effective for uh, certain segments like the blue aprons and the square spaces and the stuff who do a ton of podcast ads. They keep doing it obviously because it works. It's, I mean, they're not, it's not a charity, you know? Um, so they're, they're getting their money back from it. So I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about how much money, uh, podcasting is making. There's, there's the, there's the side of me that's a little bit worried about people, uh, not necessarily like a cast or anything like that, but that want to be in, 
that want to be the middleman that want to be in there and um, being the broker on like one hand, it's great because not everybody can start up a relay FM and work with every work with all their advertisers individually. They need, mm-hmm. they're just going to be a small time. They're just doing part-time for fun or whatever, but they want to make a little money from it. And so they can go to a, a, a caster an audio boom or whatever and, and have them take care of that, that difficult part and then take their cut obviously. Cause Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just worried about people taking cuts. <laughs> I, I I think my point kind of echoes that is that I want to see because um, I'm British, I'm a socialist, and and obviously, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I want to see I want to see this money trickle down. Yes, like I I, I absolutely want to see that, um, and or, or or sort of spread out. And I yeah. think I I'm. I'm kind of hitting on a potential idea. Ooh. So a podcast that I no longer listen to um, had a, an interesting mode for a while that I, I thought I, I've taken advantage of um, and really like how it works, which is uh, buying your own ad spots for like $10. Um, mm. And $10 gets you a mention. And as long as you keep your ad read fairly short, mm-hmm. um, you just do a PayPal payment and then write an email and say, this is what I want. Yeah. Um, uh, the McElroy brothers do that a lot with their, with some of their shows, what they do, the, um, the jumbotron. So for my brother, my brother and me and, uh, the adventure zone both do the jumbotron where just anybody can just put up a message and be like, you know, just saying hi to their friends or they can be like, uh, Hey, I have this podcast and I think the listeners of this show would like it. And so they can just pay for their single ad. I completely forgot Max fun had a name for it. And yes, that that's absolutely that's absolutely it, mm-hmm. and it occurs to me that in theory, if let's say, for example, a podcast hosting company mm. made it really easy mm-hmm. to create, let's call it a jumbotron, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, with a different name, um, and facilitated taking the payments, and obviously, you know. Took a very small cut, but because it, it wouldn't have to be the kind of cut that uh, any, any middleman who has to do the manual work, because this would be an automated system. Right. That's that's the point. You know, the fact that it's automated means a, a smaller cut can be taken and mm-hmm. it still be viable. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a legitimate way, I think, because one of the things that sometimes that that kind of system gets used for sometimes it's just about saying. Um, hey, I really support the show, and I've got I've got a funny idea. Here's the funny idea. It'll be funny if you read that. And in other in other times, it's I've got a new show. You've got this show. I think your listeners would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Read this ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and for that to be and for everyone to be okay with that arrangement, yeah, I think is is great. Um, and so I think that might be something to explore. Yeah, um, because I, as as much as a, a lot of the tools that I I'm I'm focused on with with Podium are around the, sort of the production of podcasts. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I badly want to do is find ways to help people either grow their shows or or benefit from them in some way. And yeah, it, if this is a way that that's that's doable, then I I really think um, this is this is something to to, to consider. I like that idea a lot. The most popular kind of version of that in a way that I've seen right now is Patreon, where some people would choose to do a tier, like say $5 a month, $10 a month, you get a shout out. But usually it's just like a shout out. It's just like a thank you on Mm -hmm. air or on Twitter, but not necessarily like 
um, all right, I'm going to give you this, uh, this little, um, donation or whatever. And I'll have this little read for you to do, which could be really helpful for both the podcasters who could get a little trickle of income and for the other, uh, for, for the users of the, um, to get the little spot, whether it's a, mm-hmm. another podcast or a service or, you know, whatever it may be just a shout out for fun listeners. If you've heard this part of the podcast, uh, send us a tweet at bitrate pod and on Twitter and uh, let us know if that would be something that would work for you. Yes, absolutely. Well, so, so that's, that's kind of it. Now you're in Denver. Um, I am in Denver, Colorado, USA, earth. Are you, uh, are you a podcasting much? this week i have been wanting to podcast so much more than i have been able to but uh Mm -hmm. i did i I finished an episode of serendipity city which is the um actual play podcast that i edit with um michelle nagliason which is set in it's a it's an alt 1920s magical underworld and it is uh it is super fun to edit because we kind of edit it in a way that's almost audio drama like with a lot of sound effects and, and, and music and and ambiance and that kind of stuff. So, um, this edit came out, I had this catastrophe where, uh, I came to Denver thinking that I had synced that file over to Dropbox and it's my, my couple hours of of pre-editing I had done, uh, was not there. So I had to start over, but luckily I had exported, uh, I had exported a stereo mix of it and I was able to line up my audio waveforms and, and, and at least (laughs) not have to redo so much work. Anyways, that came out to be the best edit. I feel like yet I was really proud of it. So that was really fun. That came out, uh, earlier this week. Uh, I I'm, I'm going to edit right after this call. Um, the an, an update tr- teaser for the next season of Unplaced, Woo! which is a horror audio drama that I'm working on. Season two is doing the Indiegogo right now. I think I mentioned that before, and it's going strong. It's uh, it's past thirty percent. I think it might be even at forty now. So we're really excited about that. And uh, my plan is that for the rest of my time in Denver, I'm going to be starting to write some music for it and um, getting some of the early editing done so i'm pretty excited about that how about you what's uh what's what's your podcasting week like well uh i have got most of my i think all of my editing jobs done uh, including this one i actually got this out um which is good (laughs) um but yeah uh i I've, i've got a new um a new micro scheduling diary, so I, I have specific times for podcast editing, yeah. uh, which is which is nice. I like that. I like that your little conversation on thread about that. Yeah, um, and it's yeah, it's 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 kind of nice, and it's for the most part it's working out, and uh, you know that it's it's forcing me to do a few things that I don't normally do, like uh, try and be better at social media. So also knows that as well. Yes, <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, yes. So other than that, um, I'm going to be continuing to uh, promote the Dickens out of the um, Birmingham Podcast Festival yes. and try and get people to uh, come along because it's going to be really fun. We've got some really, really good shows. Uh, we've got a couple of sort of slightly well-known podcasts, which is intimidating, but nice and fun. <laughs> that um, is super exciting. So, uh, is there going to be yeah. like a... Uh... Is it going to be like a, a main feed that somebody could subscribe to and, and listen to all the, I, I assume they're going to be, I mean, obviously they're going to be recorded and put out into their individual feeds. That is, that is the plan. The, the plan is, uh, there will be a master feed, uh, of, of everything. Oh, that's um, sweet. And I will, I will do my level best to try and get them out as quickly as possible. Uh, I really want to try and, um, and push them out like 
uh, I, I'm not going to hold myself to this, but <laughs> if I can do sort of day of uh, slash night of um, the, you know, each day, um, you know, very sort of unedited, very basic yeah. MP3 up. Um, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm very lucky that uh, uh, there is a podcast hosting service that <laughs> means I don't have to do the metadata and stuff for each individual show that it actually, uh, you know, I haven't got to sit with a bunch of ID3 tags that would take time. So um, I can hopefully just, just drag them in, maybe even put them into a Dropbox folder and have them sync that way. Yeah. For any listeners out there, I, I got to tell you, like, if you haven't noticed already from this podcast episode, Podient is awesome. There'll be a link in the show notes. <laughs> Go check it out. Mark won't say it. I will. It's awesome. I love using Podium. I go on there every day. I don't even do anything. I'm just looking at it. I'm just messing around <laughs> with buttons. I'm like, oh, what's this do? Oh, this is super fun. I didn't even know it did this. Bitrate is produced and presented by Brandon Hutton and Mark Stedman. Find links and show notes at bitratehut.com. This podcast is not corporate propaganda. This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podientproductions.com.